0: Hello and welcome to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. I'm here to share techniques and tools to help you engage with your audience and bring art, objects, and ideas to life. So let's dive into this week's show. Hello and welcome back to the Art Engager podcast. I'm your host, Claire Bowne of Thinking Museum, and this is episode 98. So I have two guests for you again on the podcast today. I'm talking to Anne van Hertem and Bart van Peer from the Royal Museum of Fine Arts in Antwerp. We're talking about a wonderful audience engagement project that I had the chance to experience for myself, Radio Bart. But before that, I talked to Denise and Sarah from the National Civil War Centre last week. We talked about the visual literacy project called Collect connect create this was a pandemic response to the disrupted learning that 14 and 15 year olds had experienced, and this project helped to develop creative writing skills through art raise exam attainment and used thinking routines in really innovative ways so listen to episode 97 if you haven't already and if you're interested in developing literary skills through art and thinking routines. As always, if you'd like to support the show, you can do so by buying me a cup of tea on buymeacoffee.com forward slash Claire Bown. I'll also put a link in the show notes. And you can help this podcast reach more people by posting about it on your own social media accounts and by sharing, liking and commenting on my social media feeds too. This podcast is now more than two years old, so do recommend it to your friends too. Thank you for all your support. It helps to keep the show going. So let me introduce my guests this week. Anne and Bart are both members of the audience engagement team at the KMSKA in Antwerp. Anne is responsible for families and young people in the museum and is the project leader for Radio Bart. Bart has been working at KMSKA since 1992. Now, he used to work as a receptionist. Despite slowly losing his sight like his brother, Bart has Always been an active person, from presenting at a local radio station to reciting poetry. He is renowned for his beautiful voice. When the museum reopened after a long renovation, they wanted to match Bart's many talents to the museum's audience engagement ambitions. And this is how Radio Bart came about. So Radio BART is an informal conversation in the museum between visitors and Radio BART mediators. All of the Radio BART mediators are blind and the conversations are about art. There's a mobile studio that moves around the museum and it's placed in front of certain paintings. Anyone can go and join BART in the booth for a chat about what they see in any of the artworks. And this is where the magic happens. I've experienced Radio Bart for myself and can tell you that it's a wonderful way to experience an artwork slowly and to see it differently. Bart and I sat together in front of a Carol Apple painting back in February. And Bart asked me questions about what I saw and asked me to describe the painting to him. We talked about the colours, the shapes and the lines. He asked me to describe how it made me feel and to choose where I would step inside the painting. We ended up having a great conversation and talked about my blind grandmother too. Being in conversation about an artwork with someone who can't see it makes you look at it differently. You observe and describe more, you notice more. You might describe a mood, an emotion, a story or reflect on the artist's state of mind or motivations. You fantasise and use your imagination. You express what you see, what you think. You suggest things or you wonder aloud and you look again. All of this creates nuance and depth and deeper meaning too. Now, Radio Bart has now expanded and is now a team of four mediators. It takes place every Wednesday and Friday in the galleries of the KMSKA continuously. You can join in anytime from 10.30 to 4.30. You can chat for 15 minutes with Bart or one of his colleagues about art. It's free and reservation is not required. Anyone can take part. So I think there's audience engagement and then there's Radio Bart. This is something really special. It's a conversation, an encounter, an exchange, a dialogue, an experience. It's spontaneous and it's very much unique. So in this chat today, we talk about how Radio Bart started and how it works. We talk about how people can take part and the effects it has on people. We also explore how the museum trains the mediators and equips them with the skills they need. If you get the chance to experience Radio Bart, do. I hope you enjoy our chat. Hi, Bart and Anne. Welcome to the Art Engager podcast.
1: Many thanks, Claire.
0: Hi. <laughs> now, as we have two guests today, perhaps you could start off by introducing yourself separately. So I'll start with you, Bart. Could you tell us who you are and what you do?
1: Yes, my name is Bart van Peer. I am blind and I work since 1992 for the museum, for the KMSKA, or Royal Museum of Fine Arts. In the past, I managed the museum reception as a telephonist and after the closure, since four years, I became a member from the department's audience engagement. And my project is named Radio Bart.
0: Lovely. Thank you, Bart. And Anne, could you introduce yourself?
2: Yes. So, my name is Anne van Gertem, I've worked for the museum for four years. And I'm also a member of the audience engagement team. I'm responsible for families and young people in the museum, and I'm the project leader of Radio Bart. Brilliant. Now,
0: I had the pleasure of visiting your museum a while back. I absolutely loved it. I came with my daughter. We had a wonderful time in the museum, but perhaps you could tell our listeners a little bit about the Royal Museum of Fine Arts in Antwerp, otherwise known as the KMSKA.
2: Yes. So the museum reopened its doors in 2022 after 11 years of closure. So the building has undergone a comprehensive restoration as well as an expansion within the museum walls. We manage a collection of visual art from the southern Netherlands from the 14th to the 20th centuries, supplemented also by international masterpieces. And we intend to make this collection accessible to a wide audience. So you have
0: a variety of different educational programmes at the museum. Perhaps you could talk a little bit about your your mission for the education, the learning team, and your ideas around audience engagement, because from what I've seen, you think
2: somewhat out of the box when it comes to audience engagement. It's great that you noticed that because we have all sorts of educational programs and forms of audio engagement. There's the guided tours, the app with the audio guides. We have open studio days school programs, workshops. There's KMSKA Draws where we motivate every visitor to sit down and draw. We also have several digital tools. We have multimedia with different levels for all target groups. And we offer digital experiences like an immersive space where we show details from works of art in a projection. And we have a virtual reality experience. But then we have also two more innovative analog experiences. Uh, we have the 10, which is an adventurous journey through the Museum for Families. Visual artist Christoph Koppis created 10 intriguing installations inspired by strange or alienating details from paintings. And in collaboration with the opera house La Monet de Munt in Brussels, he created high-quality interactive objects that invite the visitor to look at art differently. That's why we have, for example, a very popular dromedary sofa in our Rubens Hall. And then there's also Radio Bart, but Bart will tell you more about this later. We have five pillars of audience engagement. It's look differently and see more, an attitude of questions, dialogue and encounter, inspire and experiment, and participate and dynamize, And I think Radio Bart fits into each of these. Thanks for explaining that. I absolutely loved
0: all the different types of audience engagement that you mentioned there, the camel that we found in the museum, (laughs) things that we could touch, the multimedia experiences were all fantastic. But I brought you on today to talk about Radio Bart, because I think it's unique. I think it's a, a unique programme of its kind in the museum. So Bart, could you tell me a little bit about what Radio Bart is and how it got started?
1: Okay, first I'll tell how it got started. Our director, Carmen Wilms, asked my colleague Anne to think about a new job for me which matched with the museum girls, she recognized that I have made local radio in the past and I had some other talents like reciting poetry. I have a great knowledge of music, a beautiful voice and Radio Bart was born. Radio Bart take place in a mobile studio in a museum room next to a painting And people can sit down next to me and we look together to an artwork with somebody who is blind. I ask questions about the painting and people also may ask questions to me. And it's not necessary to know something about it in advance. I let the people look different and see more.
0: I had the opportunity of sitting down with you, Bart, and experiencing Radio Bart for myself when I was in the museum in Antwerp. And I can tell you it was a wonderful experience in slow looking, but also to have you as the mediator asking me the questions. I'll ask Anne for her perspective about what Radio Bart is and how you would describe it as well. I'm I'm sure you have your own perspective.
2: Yes, Bart already told us how it got started. So we got this question from our director, Carmen. She saw already the talents that Bart had, and she gave us this opportunity to put all of this together in a way to reach our strategic goals, to give every visitor a warm welcome and to look differently and see more. So. It was a very, and it still is, a very experimental project and we are searching and trying out and also sometimes failing, but also succeeding luckily. Right now we we even have three more hosts, so Bart is not alone anymore. We have three more people that take over this role as a host, as a mediator. And why is this such a nice project? Why is it so innovative or unique? you already said like it's very unique to have a blind mediator so this is not a project that targets blind people or visually impaired people but they're not the target group they are the mediators i think we're quite unique because these blind people they form the bridge between the visitor and the visual art collection and they contribute as full mediators and we don't approach these blind people from a disability but from a rather special talent, the talent to make a sighted person, a seeing person look better.
0: And I think that's exactly what happens because you're seated next to someone who can't see. When Bart, you asked me, what do you see? I was encouraged to share what I could see in front of me, to observe and to describe and to really look for details. And in doing so, that really helped me to notice new things in the artwork that we were looking at. So what effect does it have on looking? Does it help to slow people down? How does it enhance the art experience?
2: So we have this quote from a visitor. He said, without this conversation, I would have been more inclined to look at the artwork from a distance and pass by. So just looking at it without actually seeing it. I think that says it all. People look at art, I think, for seconds, 20 seconds, 30 seconds, there's a different research about that. But even when they look, they don't really see, they don't slow down, they don't really think about it. So I think Bath helps them to believe in their ability to really see and to interpret and to give meaning to an artwork.
0: And I know you took part in Slow Art Day as well in the museum, but a lot of what you're saying is also reminding me of the goals of Slow Art Day and the fact that you don't need to know anything about art to look at it. And sometimes people are just looking for a framework to help them slow down or to help them look at the art. You mentioned that you have some new mediators for the program, so perhaps you could talk a little bit about what's next for Radio Bart, perhaps how you've been training these new
2: mediators and what skills you're looking for. Yes. So we have three new hosts. We train them with the help of Janine Brummel. She is a consultant in conversation methods in museums. She's like a guide for museum guides. And in this training, she also used your techniques, like step into a painting. It's something that Bart uses a lot. So we have to thank you for that. The skills that we trained our new hosts in, we have five skills. It's curiosity and openness. Co-creation, so they're able to build a story together with the input of the visitor give meaning, so place the topic in a broader context, take the conversation to a level of depth and meaning. Then there's creativity and of course there's also language and voice. But our hosts have many more skills and we want to do a lot more with these talents. So Bart will step by step take over my role as the coordinator of this project. So he will be the project leader of Radio Bart. Dietmar is very poetic and well spoken, so we're thinking about asking him to write about the Radio Bart dialogues that he has for social media or for a blog post. We noticed that usury is very great with groups, so maybe we can further expand Radio Bart with groups. We've been experimenting with that. Leslie is very curious and insightful. She has no problem at all to have a conversation with the most timid visitors. So we will brainstorm about the possibilities together with our hosts. One thing they all have in common, also Bart, is their great sense of humor. So actually, actually, we laugh a lot. I think that's important as well. And currently, we're making a podcast with students from a school about Radio Bart. So... You can feel that this is a living and an experimental project that has many ways to grow.
0: Fantastic. But perhaps you could lead listeners to how they can find out more about Radio Bart or reach out to you.
1: Yes, if people have some questions, there's a Radio Bart email address. It's Um Radiobart takes place every Wednesday and Friday from 10.30 until 16.30, and you also may visit our website.
0: Fantastic.
2: And Anne, did you want to add anything? Well, I just wanted to thank the entire team because everyone worked really hard on this to make this possible and to believe in this project because it wasn't that easy to start. And I think now it's already a big success and it can only grow bigger. And right now we we have to end this lovely conversation because Bart has a very important visitor. The Belgian king and queen are coming to visit the museum and they want to meet Bart and do a Radio Barthes session. So that's very special. Indeed, a very special event that you have to get yourselves
0: to. So thank you so much for coming onto the podcast, for sharing about Radio Bart. I'm so glad I could take part myself and I'm delighted to share it with lots of listeners around the world as well. So thank you, Bart, and thank you, Anne, for being on the podcast.
1: Thank you, Claire. See you next time, Claire.
0: So a huge thank you to Bart and Anne for being on the podcast today and for talking about Radio Bart. I hope you enjoyed our chat. Go to the show notes to find out more about this really unique experience. And before you go, if you're interested in finding out more about what thinking routines are do go and download my Ultimate Thinking Routine list with over 100 thinking routines on it. I'll put a link in the show notes. That's it for this week. Thank you for listening. I'll see you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Art Engager podcast with me, Claire Bowne. You can find more art engagement resources by visiting my website, thinkingmuseum.com, You can also find me on instagram at thinking museum where i regularly share tips and tools on how to bring art to life and engage your audience if you've enjoyed this episode please share with others and subscribe to the show on your podcast player of choice thank you so much for listening and i'll see you next time